Hi, this is Dave Durr, and today we're going to take a look at Luke chapter 13, verses 10 through 21. One Sabbath day, as Jesus was teaching in a synagogue, he saw a woman who had been crippled by an evil spirit. She had been bent double for 18 years and was unable to stand up straight. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said, Dear woman, you are healed of your sickness. Then he touched her, and instantly she could stand straight. How she praised God. But the leader in charge of the synagogue was indignant that Jesus had healed her on the Sabbath day. There are six days of the week for working, he said to the crowd. Come on those days to be healed, not on the Sabbath. But the Lord replied, You hypocrites, each of you works on the Sabbath day. Don't you untie your ox or your donkey from its stall on the Sabbath and lead it out for water? This dear woman, a daughter of Abraham, has been held in bondage by Satan for 18 years. Isn't it right that she be released even on the Sabbath? This shamed his enemies, but all the people rejoiced at the wonderful things he did. Then Jesus said, What is the kingdom of God like? How can I illustrate it? It is like a tiny mustard seed that a man planted in a garden. It grows and becomes a tree, and the birds make nests in it, in the branches. He also asked, What else is the kingdom of God like? It is like the yeast a woman used in making bread. Even though she put only a little yeast in three measures of flour, it permeated every part of the dough. You know, on the weekend of the Super Bowl this year, my wife Gail and I wandered the aisles of Costco and enjoyed all kinds of tasty samples at the end of many of the food aisles. How could we resist? Free samples of every every variety became a meal for us that afternoon. For us, it was a food sample Super Bowl. We enjoyed it all, and when we found something we really liked... We made a couple of passes to make sure we could enjoy it all over again. In some ways, this is what we see happening here in this particular passage. Jesus continues offering samples of the kingdom of God, and they come in the form of healing, whether it be emotional, physical, or spiritual. We see demons being cast out, people being set free from the shackles of addictions, grief, bitterness, from fear, from pride, busted relationships, discouragement, and a multitude of other stuff that is common to us even today. And it continues to control us, keeping us from embracing God and his kingdom. Let's look back quickly to Luke 4, when Jesus began his public ministry, and let's listen again to what he said. This will be a quick refresher for us. In Luke chapter 4, 16 through 18, this is recorded. When he came to the village of Nazareth, this is Jesus, his boyhood home, he went as usual to the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read the scriptures. The scroll of Isaiah the prophet was handed to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where this was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. 
He has sent me to proclaim the captives that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. He rolled up the scroll, handed it back to the attendant, and sat down. All eyes in the synagogue looked at him intently. Then he began to speak to them. The scripture you've just heard has been fulfilled this very day. So as we return to focus on the passage of Luke today in chapter 13, we find Jesus in the synagogue again and doing the very stuff he spoke of when he began his ministry in his hometown of Nazareth. While he's teaching, Jesus spots this woman bent over in half due to some severe physical issue. But Jesus doesn't just notice her, he stops his teaching and speaks to her. He then takes the initiative by inviting her to come to him. Jesus tells her that she is now free from her 18-year ailment, and he lays his hands on her. She immediately stands erect and begins glorifying and praising God. But that's not all. She is affirmed, and Jesus speaks words of encouragement to her regarding her identity. It says here that Jesus calls her a daughter of Abraham. He not only restored her physically, but he affirmed her and restored her emotionally. She was made whole and new by the healing touch of Jesus. So what can we learn from the sample of God's kingdom breaking into this hurting world? I believe we can first of all learn that no matter where we are, God sees us. He knows our heart hurts and he knows our needs. We are also reminded that Jesus calls us to come to him for healing. He desires for us to be whole. He invites us to approach him and then respond to his healing touch. He wants us to move toward him in faith and expectation. He cares about us. He makes time for us and is approachable and compassionate. We also see that he's desiring for us to be in partnership with him so that his kingdom will come on earth as it is in heaven. Whether it's stepping toward him for his healing touch on us personally, as this woman did, or perhaps extending ourselves in partnership with him on mission right where we live and where we work, wherever we are. You know, he's already at work. His desire is that we join him and partner together as he continues to do his work around us and through us. This woman's first action after her healing was to praise God for what he had done. After 18 years, she had been set free. What an incredible gift, and I'm sure she was overwhelmed with gratitude. Jesus was giving the particular audience in the synagogue that day a sample of his kingdom breaking into their world. It was not the full course meal, only a sample of the power of the Holy Spirit and the breaking through of God's kingdom on earth. The woman who was miraculously healed responded immediately by praising God. The people who witnessed the healing were rejoicing over what Jesus had done. Sadly, the synagogue leader found fault in what Jesus had done because the healing of the bent-over lady bent 
the man-made rules that he believed were necessary and therefore was com- he was committed to enforce. He missed Jesus. He missed the miracle. He missed the kingdom breakthrough that day. After Jesus demonstrates his authority and power as king of the kingdom of God, he then transitions into a short teaching on what the kingdom of God is like and what he could compare it to to help his listeners understand. He talked about the overall impact of the tiny mustard seed as it grows into a plant large enough to provide shelter for birds. Additionally, Jesus speaks of the impact of a small amount of yeast mixed in the flour in the baking process. His kingdom continues to grow exponentially one small sample at a time as we live our lives on mission with him. It all starts with us being faithful with what we have and what he's given us. Let's pray. Father, thanks for seeing us. You not only notice us, but you know us. You know every detail of our lives. Thank you for loving us while we were yet sinners and even rebelling against you. Thanks, Lord, for inviting us into your presence for your healing touch. I ask for that healing for each of us today, that you will provide whatever we need, whether it be physical whether it be emotional or spiritual healing in our lives. May your kingdom grow and expand as we partner with you daily. We want to be faithful in you using what you have given us. Together, we know we can invest in your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.